the illest of course. Real fans, real talk. We the illest on court. Real fans, real talk. We as real as we thought. Real fans, real talk. Reporting live from the cam. High in demand, so please stand by if you can. What we got is worth a lot, so put a tie in your plans. On court, talking sports through the eyes of the fans. With Trip Young, Emma Marie, Eric Sanchez. You heard what I said, we elite. Check the latest topics and stay ahead of the beat. Keep us in your topics and we ahead of the street. Aaron Superman Davis. What's going on, Aaron? Oh, nothing much, nothing much. Right. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. We've interviewed before at the Ring 10 New York charity event. I know uh, you, were, you were helping out over there. We have all the information on that on the Real Fans Real Talk website under the charities. But a few different questions that we have for you today. Uh, you know, a lot of people growing up always had their favorite boxer. Probably some boxers had one that may have inspired them to get into the ring. What, uh, what was your favorite boxer growing up? Back then, um, Tommy Hearns. The Hitman Hearns. It hit my Hearns. Was my favorite fighter. Was was he the one that motivated you to get into fighting? Or that, I mean, you, you nah. guys fought around somewhat around the same time. So no, nah, he was a little older than me. No, I just liked the way Hitman fight. He was a good fighter. He was a puncher. He was a boxer too. He was a puncher boxer. What what did uh, motivate you to get into the boxing world? Mm, well, I had family that boxed. Oh, okay. You know, and I got in family through boxing. I got right. boxing through family. Could you have beaten Tommy Hearns? Could I beat? You know what? <laughs> I'm not uh, to, be, to be honest with you, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not one of them guys that say, hey, I could beat everybody. I'm pretty much sure. I know fighters I could have beat. See, like you said um, a little while ago, the, the era, time, like the fighters today couldn't beat the fighters back then. Nah, they just it, Mayweather would have been too small for guys like me, just too small. Pacquiao would have definitely been too small. But then you got the error with Tommy Hearns. I was too small for Tommy. Tommy would have got me. So is it is there anything that you got from his style of boxing? No, nah, I, I didn't really get anything from his style of boxing. He just was my he was my favorite fighter. Tommy Hearns and uh, um, now Van der Holyfield was somewhat in my era, a little before. But he was my favorite fighter, too. Is there any fighter right now that you think would have been able to do well in that time? Well, do I think any fighter? I don't see none of them out there, no. I don't, I don't really don't see. It's like fighters don't fight today. Back, back then, fighters fought. They stood there and they fought. I mean, you, did, you boxed. People call boxing now hit, run, move around the ring, move around the ring. If you watch the fights, the fighters today are only fighting maybe... 40 seconds the whole fight. Mm -hmm. They'd throw one, two, run around the ring. They're killing the clock. Fighters today do not fight. Defensive, right? Yeah, they Defensive don't fight to hurt right. people. They fight, they don't fight to knock people out. They fight they to win. Points and win yeah, they fight to win. Okay. And that's uh, that's one, one reason why MMA has taken over uh, boxing. Years ago, if you move from that television, that fight could be over like that. It. Like for instance, you can watch Mike a Mayweather. Yeah. back in the day, <laughs> you can watch a Mayweather fight. You can go to the grocery store, get the pizza, come back, <laughs> and the fight. Or as you see, it, move around, move around. Not just Mayweather, a lot of fighters yeah. move around, move around. There's never no stand there and fight. If you watch MMA, you go to the, you go to the, you go to the refrigerator, you go to the bathroom. It could be over like that. They can either get knocked out or they can, <clears throat> they can get caught in the submission. So all right. 
I'm sure. Have you? Have you? Did you watch the the Adrian Broner? Uh, no, I didn't watch the fight. I didn't watch have it. You seen, seen Adrian Broner? No, nah, nah, I never. I'm sure I never really seen him for it. But some people say he does one. He will stand there and fight, which is good. But he's standing there with somebody who's very slow. But who knows? Somebody. Some people say he got a lot of heart. They say he'll stand there and fight, and that's important. He's he's a guy that, from what I hear, that he will try to knock you out. He's not just trying to win on points. He's trying to knock you out. Like guys like Marquez. Mayweather's supposed to knock a guy out like that. The guy is a catcher. He's mm -hmm. easy to hit. Mayweather has a lot of... Maybe one thing about Mayweather, Mayweather knows how to fight. But he's not going to take chances. He's just going to do enough to win. He's not going to take a chance on getting hit. You know, he doesn't close a deal. Like, most fights, if you look at De La Hoya back when he was fighting, he closed a deal. He wanted to knock you out. And that's what made him so successful. A lot of fighters today, if they win in the fight, they fill their head. They put their hands up, the 11th round, they move around, move around, they try to kill the clock. Coast around. Yeah, yeah. But do you feel like that's, that's taking a chance while you're trying to go for the gusto sometimes? No, I, I don't think I don't think it's taking, I mean, it's, I don't think so. I mean, that's why fights are not so exciting today. Okay. Pacquiao has, does not have talent like a lot of fighters. But one thing you better guarantee Pacquiao is going to do, Pacquiao is coming out to punch you in the mouth and fight and knock you out. Bottom line. Right now. Speaking of Pacquiao and Mayweather, I know I know we spoke about this on the yeah. interview, and you gave your answer. Because you, I want you to tell 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 the people at home who do you pick if the fight ever happens. Right now, I think Pacquiao shot. Mm. I think a year ago, I think he'd beat Mayweather. The simple fact that he does one thing, he throw punches. When Mayweather fights, if you throw punches at Mayweather, he does not punch back. But when you stop punching and you're in front of him, he knows how to fight. He's going to tee off on you. He's going to get off. And one thing Pacquiao is going to do with his fight. Now, a lot of people say, oh, steroids, they say this and that. They could have made that fight. They tried to make that fight a hundred times before. If he was on steroids, who cares? Steroids really can't help your chin. Only thing steroids <laughs> could do, one thing steroids can do is get you in shape. Say, like, it take you six months to get in shape. Steroids will get you in shape in four months. It's not going to help your chin. It's not going to help nothing else, you know. It just gets you in shape. Have I ever took steroids? No. Um, but I know a lot of weightlifters that, you know, weightlifters, they all take it because it gets you in shape faster. What it does is really just burn fat. It's not. And when they say Pacquiao, he blew up so much for steroids. Pacquiao's a big, Pacquiao walks around 170, 180 pounds. He works mm -hmm. hard to get the weight off of him. But. I knew Mayweather, and I told people before, I said Mayweather's going to fight him the minute he looks bad against Marquez. If he looks bad, he's going to take that fight. He's an opportunist. He's, and, that's, what, yeah. that's what it is. And as day. soon he's as he looked bad, the next day, he jumped on the fight. A few months before that, there was a guy on the radio show that called him up, remember? Yes. And the guy was saying, why don't you just fight him? Say you're going to fight He wouldn't say it. Yeah. He wouldn't. But as soon as said the same, Byron said as soon as Mayweather look, Pacquiao looks bad in one of his fights, Mayweather's going to jump up and say, I want to fight you, I want to do this, and I want to do that. And that's what he did. Now, all right, I know you said that you didn't um, take steroids. Was, it, was steroids prevalent in your, in your era? Nah, you know what? I don't think it was. You know what happened? When I was coming up, people, we fought. We just fought boxing. We did this. We didn't do all this. Now you got personal trainers coming into the business, the weightlifter trainers, and this guy's going to show you this, and this guy's going to do this. And they're taking away a lot from boxing. A lot of fighters are getting tight. Um, that's why a lot of fighters really can't stand there and fight. You got you to gotta do what you're going to do in the ring, and that's fight. You know, 
the way weightlifters make your body looks good and all that stuff makes you look very good. So now the the bodybuilders, conditioning trainers, they into boxing, conditioning people, and they're the ones who's telling people to take steroids. They're the ones who's giving it to people, you know. And, and I know, you know, like look at what's next. Fernando Vargas never had a six pack, never had nothing like that. He got this personal trainer. His body was looking great, ripped up, and he looked shredded. Yeah. He fought Delahoy or somebody. He got tested. He got steroids. You know, I think it was Winstrow or something like that. I don't know. I don't quite know, but I, I know he got yeah. caught with um, steroids. One, one last question about boxing, and then we're going to go into the shot-for-shot shot segment. We'll explain that in a second. But uh, if the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight does happen, do you think it's going to revive boxing? I mean, we do. you mentioned earlier how uh, popular UFC is now yeah. over boxing. Do you think that giving the people what they want and them seeing that fight is going to revive boxing? No, I don't think so, because what's going to happen, I think Mayweather's going to beat him. It's going to be a stink fight. He's not going to stand there. He's not going to fight. He's going to hit him. He's going to run around. And it's going to be a stink fight. It's not going to be an exciting fight. It's not nothing that's going to revolve, revolve boxing. If you, you know, and, and to be honest with you, and it's, and it's, it's not a racist thing. And this is the truth. It's, it's not a racist thing. You can watch the fights. You can watch the black guys, the Spanish guys fight. Spanish, Spanish, Latinos, you watch them fight. Out. No, no, no. No? They're the ones that's... Moving around, moving around, moving, running over here, doing all this stuff. You know, if you watch the Filipinos, the the you watch the Filipinos, the Caucasians, the Mexicans, they stand there, they fight, they put solid, they put solid fights on. When you watch the Mexicans fight, they are fighting. They're not backing up. They're not running. You know, they're coming in there. The fighters today, they don't want to get hit, and it really is not really they fought. It's that any. You got people that come to the gym, they bring their kids to the gym, and six months later, four months later, they become the kid's trainer. And a lot of trainers today really don't know how to train. It's just mm. that they train the fighters like their favorite fighter, like a Roy Jones. Like, Roy Jones is the one who really, who brung this out here with fighters throwing punches and moving back and doing all that. Maybe when he was in the amateurs, he kept his hands up. Maybe was a hell of a fighter. And I guess from Mayweather being around Roy, watching Roy, he um he started fighting with his hands down, doing that. But he perfected. He can do that. That's his thing. He can do that. So you got about you got about two hundred thousand other fighters trying to do it, but they can't do it. That's not their thing. But they trying to. You got to get your own style. Like mm -hmm. me myself, I teach fighters. I have a gym, and what I do is I teach fighter basics. Once a fighter get basics, I don't care what they do. They can put their hands down, but you got to get basics first. That's one thing Roy Jones never had. A long time ago, Teddy Atlas said, Roy Jones gets a lot older. He's not going to be able to fight like the, the rest of the fight, like the Hollerfield, Hopkins, um, the Hollerfield, Hopkins, these guys. He's not going to be able because he has no basic. And I was like, is this guy crazy? Roy Jones, great. The minute Roy Jones lost his reflexes, when he got a little older, he couldn't. He has no <laughs> basics. He doesn't know how to put his hands up. He was a great fighter fighting off of reflexes. He, he, his whole fight was off reflexes, yeah. and he had very fast hands. You know, he can do things that fighting people couldn't do. Unless and when he was out, you see little kids in the gym trying to do like him. And you see fathers trying to train their kids like that. And that's know? a bad example yeah. to, to, to follow. Yeah. I think that happens across the board, like all sports. Because I know even growing up, like, you know, the, the fathers, the coaches, and like you said, they're trainers. Yeah. And they're teaching the kids the wrong things. Yeah. They're teaching them the basics. Yeah. And yeah. when they get older, they end up being hurt. Yeah, that you way. got that yeah. in a lot of sports. You know, a father come to a baseball game and all of a sudden, he wants to teach the kid how to hit the ball yeah. right and 
pitch the ball like this and curves and all this stuff, you know, but. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that you are training training right now, and your gym is, is here in the Bronx. Yeah. You, I know you you had you recently moved to, to, to you, you guys are on, over on yeah, Tremont now. Yeah, I moved to a now. different location, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you were talking about training. I did my share of training in MMA. I did want to switch over to uh, boxing. Yeah. Wondering uh, if the former champ was willing to give the stat man a shot to start yeah. training in the ring. Yeah, as well. I, yeah, yeah, I told you. Yeah, you know, um, you got to give me a little time because right now I got the Golden Gloves coming up and it's like really like mm -hmm. the Golden Gloves is coming up and I really don't have the time right now. Once I get the time, Give me a couple months. It'll be a play today. So now, do you think that you can get the stat man and fight in shape to fight some of these guys and actually do well? Yeah, I think Stepman the fight. You know, I think he's a little crazy. I watched the video with him. Okay. Brooklyn <laughs> boy. Yeah, I think I think he'll come in. He's not afraid to get hit. You know, he's a little crazy. You know, okay. crazy always helps in the ring. <laughs> it <laughs> does. <laughs> All right, so looking forward to that. Um, we do have a segment called Shot for Shot on the program. Yeah. Uh, wh what it is, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with all the rules, but we have one referee and um, two contestants. Uh, if you lose, you have to wear a team apparel of a team that you hate. I okay. hate LeBron James personally, so unfortunately I have to wear that. <laughs> and I'm doing a good job of well, you hate LeBron James. Yeah, he's one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah. 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 I just didn't like yeah. his personality back then. <laughs> At least he didn't miss that, though. Is, uh, oh, okay. And shot for shot is the time when I get to take it off, so <laughs> I'm happy about that. They got it on pretty tight here too. Um, really quick though, before, before we jump into shot for shot, if 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 someone does want to come and train at their gym, how how do they get in contact with you well, or, or or the well, gym? They can they can um they can call me at um they can come to the gym. It's twenty four sixty nine East Tremont Avenue. Okay. The way shot for shot works, one one referee, two contestants, and uh, you know if you agree with the person, well, we want you to have the refer the honors of judging if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll be the best. Okay, I'll put the shirt on. And uh, I just lost last week, so we're gonna have Trip Young and uh, Sean Fontaine battle it out. That's and, right. I'm uh, fresh off the three peak. Going down, baby. So I'm looking for I'm looking for four in a row. I don't think too many teams have been able to do four in a row. I'm going for four in a row today. And I know I know Superman over there got my back, so I still number twenty <laughs> before the for the for the show, so I should be good. If they agree, there's no points given. If they disagree, whoever uh, made their point uh, across is the one you award the point to. So if you want to read uh question can't really one. see my glasses. All right, I'll read them for you and you just decide uh who, who, who the victor is. All right. Was the one-game suspension of Ed Reed for his hit on the Steelers of wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders a fair punishment? Start with the challenger, Sean. Say what you want to. I know you defended Ed Reed as Terrell Suggs, <laughs> the other Superman of the defense. But I feel like it was fair. That's, he hit three, his third time in defender. I'm sorry. And you, you playing defense, you're going to learn how to control yourself. You know why you are in the midst of hitting someone. So I'm going to definitely say yes. I'm going to agree with him. 
Nah, man, I, I, I disagree. Listen, he's, he's taking this stuff back to 2010. He's using his from, from three or four years ago. Listen, it's football. It's a fast-paced game. So you, you, can't, you can't always control, you know, where you go once, the, once that ball is in the air. And, and the safeties are already at a disadvantage. All right, it's hard, it's hard for them right now to, to really, you know, do their, do their thing on the defense just because of all this, all this nonsense that's been going on with the league pretty much making it, making it, a, a, a women's league with all, the, all of these, these these calls and, and, and new rules that are designed for for the quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards a season and the defense, you know, gets lost in the sauce like meatballs. Uh, who do you think? What do I think? Um, I, uh, well, he's a three-time offender, right? Four-time offender? You <laughs> <laughs> said three shots and you out? Come on I think, I think it's time for him. I think it's I think it's time for him to go. You know, right. I think I think the right, right thing is done. I disagree with that. Absolutely, I guess it's Fontaine. That's what that's, <laughs> that's what I knew I should have given him the hundred. <laughs> Twenty wasn't enough to. Yeah, uh, I should have got All the right. Bradley judges. All right. <laughs> All right. Next question: Will Rajon Rondo currently at thirty-four consecutive games with ten-plus assists break Magic Johnson's record of forty-six game? Double-digit assist streak. So he needs what about 13, 13 more assists to, to I'm mean, thirteen more games with ten plus assists to do it. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say yeah. I just you know Rondo's getting better every year. He's probably one of the best passers in the leagues. I guess second to to Chris Paul. So I'm gonna say yeah, he does it. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely have to agree with you because Rondo's coming in. Well, he has thirteen assists a game. You said he, yeah. he only needs what? How many more? He needs more games. Uh, thirteen, 13 more, more games. He needs to break the record. He's at thirteen and thirteen already. As is twenty six years old, young boy with the juice. He's definitely gonna do it. Right, so that's that's a, that's a tie on that that's one. A tie on that one. Next question: Over or under forty percent chance Notre Dame loses to the now unranked USC. Sean. <sighs> Just because they just, you know, they just came in, they were independent. I don't feel like they were really doing anything before. I don't think they're going to win. Sorry. I'm against so, Notre Dame. Um, so, I'm going to say, uh, so you think Notre Dame loses? Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. So, you're so, going with the over? I'm, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to disagree and say under. Um... I just think they're, they're playing very well, and their defense is, is, is tied with Alabama's defense, who is the number two team in the nation. And the, the, the USC defense has been horrible this season. The offense, as much as I wanted them to be in that championship game with Alabama, they've struggled all season. And, and Notre Dame is, is hot right now, and they're looking to, to play in that championship game. And I don't think that USC is going to stop them, so I'm saying under. Um, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I guess, yeah, see? That, yeah, exactly. Up, maybe that 20 was wrong. Exactly. <laughs> All right, which NFC North team will win the division? That starts with you, Trippion. I'm going with the Packers. I know the, the Bears have played well. Well, up until these last last two games, but uh, it's, it's, it's looking like Jay Cutler's going to miss another start. And the Packers are heating, heating back up just in time for the playoffs. I think the Bears will make it, but I think that the Packers take the division. <sighs> Sad to me to agree with you, but uh, they just have too many injuries on the Bears' behalf. And uh, I'm just going to keep going with it. The Packers got the juice right now. 
and they're doing their thing. That juice is going to stop them when they play the New York Giants aye, this aye, Sunday aye. on Sunday night football, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers, but you both did agree. Even with the loss to the Giants that they're going to get this Sunday, I still think that the Packers will take that, that, that north as well. So we're all in agreement with that one. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, which one is the bigger loss, uh, Willis McGahee for uh, the Broncos or Rob Gronkowski for the Patriots? Tony, well, Gronkowski is a major part of the Packers. I mean, the uh, Patriots def I mean, offense as is, and uh, they have the number one and the number two down. And who else do they have behind them? We have Wes Walker. So other than that, I, I, I think the, the the Patriots took a, a bigger loss than the actual. Uh, Broncos. So I'm going with I'm, I'm going to disagree with you again on that one. And the reason why I'm disagreeing is because one, Aaron Hernandez will be back, and two, they still have Wes Walker, who's had the the best hands in football the past three seasons. He's led the league in in, in receptions, and he's he's playing he's playing very well. Um, if you take out McGahee from Denver, they don't have any running backs that even come close to McGahee and, and what he can do. Um, so I got to go with, with, with McGahee. I think that's a huge loss for Denver's running game because he he really helps Peyton Manning and allows him to do what he's been, been doing this season because he's been running the ball so well. And he's going to be out, out for pretty much the rest of the season. All right, Aaron, what do you think? I think I gotta agree with him on yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> After doing my research earlier, I was actually looking at the numbers. And you know what? I wanted to be different, but I probably shouldn't have been different. Because they really have Ronnie Hillman. He's what, at 188 yards for the year? Yeah. Other than that, you have what, Willis McGay? So uh, I, I, I took that L. Yeah. That so it looks, uh, looks like Trip Young, once again, I'm not speaking to myself, referring to myself in the third person, but when you win four in a row, you can, you can do that. And it looks like, Mr. Fontaine, you will be wearing the team apparel of a team that you hate next week. Do we um we got we got we got we got to do something something real nice nice for you next Tuesday on the show we gotta get a nice no 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 not a Giants we got we gotta find something maybe maybe we'll get him a, a Lakers hat or, or something like that to wear ah. on the set since I I know he has has issues with the uh, with the Lakers but um thank you for. For my for my win. Yeah, I would have actually scored a three nothing. So Aaron was a little. <laughs> 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 thanks, thanks again. I know. Let's while we got some some time left. Um, I do want to get back with, with Aaron Davis. I know we spoke earlier about uh, Emmanuel Stewart uh, passing away recently. Um, did you did you have did you have a, a relationship with, with? I didn't have a relationship. I met him a few times. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. Um, could you just say like what? Because he's he's very big in boxing. Like what, yeah. what, what what did he really mean to the to the sport of boxing? Well, well he meant to, he was one of the old trainers. Like he meant a lot to boxing. I mean, he taught fighters how to fight. He was a teacher. Like you have like like I said before, people really just don't know how these trainers really don't know how to teach fighters. If like here you got a lot of karate teachers, they just teach people karate. They're not that great. If you go to like Thailand. China somewhere, Japan, they got real teachers because that's their thing. They can really teach somebody how to fight, you know. But here, you know, you got teachers, some of them will know a little something to an extent where they can teach people. And the same thing with boxing. I mean, it doesn't take much to walk in the gym and teach a fighter how to throw a jab, right hand, left hook, you know, basics. 
And people, they the trainers are not even teaching people basics. They just teach people how to hands down fight with their hands down to fight like um, Roy Jones fight like Mayweather. Then you got some other trainers. I remember about six years ago, I was in Chicago. I seen a couple of trainers trying to teach fighters how to fight like James Tony. Mm -hmm. Put your hands down and go like that. You know, mm -hmm. no basics. And as soon as a fighter get hit or hurt, they have no basics. Mm -hmm. So you, but um, he was a good trainer, basically teach, teach a fighter basics. He knew the ring. He's a teacher. He just don't have many teachers. And, and he was a lost. How is it you think that some of these, these so-called trainers get over on the system and, you know, get in there and end up being trainers? Because, okay, the simple fact is good that you said that. Because um, no other trainer knows how to teach people. So mm -hmm. they really don't, they can't teach a fighter how to fight. I mean, so you fighters really, they all fight the same today. You got Buddy McGurk is a pretty good trainer. You got Bobby Miles, who's, he's a pretty good trainer. You got Ronnie Shields. Those are guys who, who knows how to train. For instance, I'm going to say this. Never in history has these titles ever been, except back in the days when they went and let the, the blacks fight the Caucasians, you know, hundreds of years ago. Jack but Johnson, yeah, Jack Johnson was the first one. They let him get the world title. Well, he fought for the world title and knocked the guy out. For instance, never in the history has U.S. team ever went to Olympics and never got a gold medal. You're right. Right? The last Olympics before this one, eight years ago, they got one gold medal. This year, we got none. We did get one because this was the first time they let the women come. The women came in the Olympics team, and one girl, she got the Olympics. Other than that, we, we just haven't got it. Everybody knows the Europeans are smart. They know. The U.S. put their hands down. They bounce around the ring. All you got to do is keep your hands up, go at them, and throw punches at them mm -hmm. because they don't know how to stand there and fight. They think it's just moving around, moving around, moving around. Now, back to the trainers. Back in the days, we had good trainers. We were, we were better athletes over here, and we had better trainers. Um, Europeans were in better shape. That's one thing. They were tough, but they just couldn't beat us because we had teachers here. Now, we don't really have teachers. They don't really have teachers, but they beating us on conditioning. And one thing that they're sticking to is basics. Mm. You understand? Know it was always between the U.S. and the Cubans winning fights together, like getting gold medals. Now, okay. it's all over everywhere now. There's places it shouldn't Ukraine even be. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. You got... Who's, who's the, 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 the best trainer right now in boxing? Well, I don't, I don't really... Well, Aside from yourself, of course. Now, you see, you got trainers that really could teach, but... He just ain't got the right material right now. I think it's Buddy McGurk is one. You got another guy, uh, Bobby Miles. Like I said, Ronnie Shields. These guys, they know how to teach. You got a few other trainers out there that really can teach. Um, David, David John Jackson, he was a junior middleweight world champion. He's a very good trainer. All right. Well, we got, we, yeah. We're gonna have uh, more information. Uh, probably have some of the footage of the Golden Gloves and your gym lay down in the program uh, down the road. Uh, thank you all for joining us once again, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time real, on BronxNet Television, Real Fans, Real Talk, and realfansrealtalk.com. For Trip Young, Sean Fontaine, Aaron Superman Davis, I'm Mark the Statman Skevich. Have a good night, everyone. Smush Parker here, formerly up to Los Angeles Lakers, and you are now tuned in to Real Fans, Real Talk. Real talk, we as real as you thought.